so glad you've joined us for Unlabeled Table. Okay, welcome to the table. We are tonight, we're going to be talking about just, you know, kind of like how to get out of um, maybe the rut you're in, or maybe you're trying to get out of the boat to wash feet. That's what Sherry says. She It was time for her to get out of the boat and start washing feet. Um, and that's what we're going to kind of focus on today. Like, how do we get started with all this? How do we get started with all of our hurts that we're dealing with? And, you know, we can sit here and, and lick our wounds and, you know, just be um, kind of in a place where, I mean, you know, Satan wants to sit you down by keep reminding you of your brokenness and stuff. But you have to remember there are people out there waiting for you to come and remind them uh, that there is hope and that's in Jesus Christ. So today we're going to talk about like, okay, so what's it look like? What's it look like when, you, when you're kind of healed a little bit and you want to get out of the boat, start helping your friends and your family and people around you? Um, and how do you walk in faith every day? That's going to be kind of like what we're talking about. Obedience, that's huge. Um, we're going to talk about the armor of God. And so, um, Lisa, you want to pray us in and we will get started on, um, you know, how to, how, to, how to live this faith out. Father, thank you for working in our lives. Thank you for taking us by the hand and leading us. Help us to be obedient to your nudges. Give us the strength and courage to obey and do what you need us uh, to do for your kingdom. Encourage us and show us the way when the world says otherwise. Help us to believe and go up, get out of uh, control and place our trust in you. Amen. Amen. All right. So um, last week we talked about rejection and how to like get out of that. Um, how to, um, you know, recognize the enemy and how to just kind of heal yourself to put you in a position to where you can start talking about Jesus more at your work or, you know, maybe it is to start a table uh, with a group of friends where you live if you're um, not in Winchester or whatever. And um, because it is so important to have a group of people to remind you about God's word. So living it out is hard. Mm -hmm. um, we are called to be a living sacrifice. Um, and that means living out the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so Sherry, do you want to, you want to start us out? We'll kind of talk about obedience and what it looks like to live out this faith. So uh, I started looking up, um, it was funny when I went to go look this up, I kept going back to the armor of God, you know, that was our subject and the armor of God and the Lord would lead me to obedience. And I went back to the armor of God and the <laughs> Lord would lead me to obedience. And so we had our little um, struggle there and I first started looking it up and it says, um, what was the armor of God for? It's for spiritual warfare is what it's for. Um, and it's for the stumbling blocks and the fiery darts that the enemy tries to throw at us. And so I, I guess I had the misperception um, of it that that I wasn't really sure why I had my armor on, mm -hmm. I think. You know what I mean? And so once I realized that I put that armor on because he tries to fight me with 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 the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, mm -hmm. which is the same things he fought Jesus with. And so when we go, we're, we're in that war. We're in that spiritual war of um, you got to be ready, like soldier ready. That's right. And so um, we're soldiers, soldiers in God's army, and the war is with our flesh, our old nature, um, our old ways of thinking, um, <clears throat> so, excuse me. so let me, let me interrupt you for somebody who says, why do you have, what do, what do you mean old ways? So explain that a little bit more like why we have to put on armor, why we have old ways and new ways for somebody who doesn't understand that. So like for me, my old ways was definitely, um, anger, fighting, 
Um, Becky calls me scrappy. It's funny because now when something approaches me in my life today and I'm being led by the Spirit, I realize that I have to handle that um, situation um, differently than you did 10 years ago. Exactly. Yes. And so, without the hands. So, if I. No, no hands. No right. hands. So, you know, I would pray instead of, yeah. you know, trying to physically put mm-hmm. my hands on somebody. And so, throat punch somebody. Yeah. Somebody else's old ways might be, you know, um, when you have anxiety or depression, somebody might um, smoke marijuana. Somebody yeah. might uh, take a pill, a, a Xanax, or, yeah. you know, now when I'm going through something and I have extreme anxiety, I can't go take a Xanax like I used to. I have to use essential oils and pray to the Lord. And, right. you know, so just your old ways of thinking, the old behaviors that worked when you weren't following Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so the war is with our flesh, right? And those mental strongholds. And so a lot of times those things can be a mental stronghold, the addiction, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. anger for me, you know, shopping might yeah. be something for somebody. So it's something that you, filling those God-sized holes with something besides being besides led by the Jesus. Spirit. Yeah. Yes. Besides Jesus. Yeah. Um, and we all go through that. We all do that. Mm-hmm. We all, and then it, I think what I like about it being 2023 is that we can say, okay, everybody, let's stop. Let's reset and let's look what the Bible, look what the Word of God says. I was wrong about a lot of things by just listening to like pastors and stuff. But when I really got in there and digging for this, I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It says that we're to keep his commandments. Yes. Over 73 times in the Bible, there's verses about keeping his commandments. There's a whole lot more than I got to do than just say I'm a follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Go to church on Sunday. Yes, go to church on Sunday. So when I started realizing that, I thought, oh, mm-hmm. I need to tell everybody because, <laughs> you know, we right. got to tell them. So. Let me tell you about my Yeah, message. so obedience is huge. So I started, that, like I started out looking at the armor of God and I was thinking, okay, well, but the Lord kept directing me another area. It's like, it does me no good to have on the, all the pieces of the armor of God if I'm not first walking in obedience. Yes. So if I'm not being obedient and, and being led by the Spirit that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, it doesn't do any good to put right. on all that armor right. because you're in disobedience and you will stay in that spot. Mm-hmm. You'll until, still have anger. You'll still yes. have addiction. Yes. You'll live in those places. The Lord wants all of that. Not that you'll be perfect. It's always not the perfection is the direction but but you were called to live a life of fruitfulness Mm -hmm. and joy and Mm -hmm. peace and I always wondered like when God said you know I want to give give you life of abundance Mm -hmm. I'd be like it don't feel like life abundance Abundance, down here but it but once you get your line in in line with being in Christ that means that you die to yourself every day and you do his teachings what he taught Mm -hmm. you do what he says and when you say die to self that means I don't get to act in anger. Mm-mm. I don't get to go. I don't um, get to take a pill. Yes. I don't get to take a drink. Mm-hmm. I have to go to the Word of God to find my strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I started looking up. It was crazy because I was looking up the weapons. Like, I started looking up soldier, and then I'm looking up weapons. I'm mm-hmm. looking up. And so it led me to, we have a lot of weapons that we can use. We can use prayer and faith, fasting, worship. There's all yes. kinds of weapons. But the most important thing is, and our most powerful weapon that we have is obedience. Because if we're not first that, then none of the other ones That's right. matter. That's right. And so it's um, good. Even if you're not obedient to put your armor on every day, mm-hmm. you will get exactly. tossed yes. around. It's it's it's. I mean, when Paul was writing this, he was chained to a soldier, and so he's looking at this soldier who he's chained to in prison, 
and he's looking at his armor, and he's like, you know, he's got the boots, everything that protects him in war. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we're not fighting a worldly war. We're fighting, you know, in Ephesians it talks about the heavenly places like all the time. Like people do not believe in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. They do not believe in the heavenly realm. They don't believe that there's a battle going on. So why do we need an armor? We don't even see an enemy. Mm -hmm. He's invisible. So Mm -hmm. you can either... Um, look at this and examine yourself and be like, whoa, I've went down the wrong road many, many times and I need to start putting on this armor and being obedient to God's word. That's when your life changes. I mean, explodes. It says when we begin to obey God, the devil knows he's in trouble. Mm, Yes. Because what God wants and what Satan fears the most is that obedience. Yep, that's right. It's when you become effective, you know, it's when you're um, walking in obedience because Mm -hmm. then you're able to hear, Christy, to hear, to be led by the Spirit. If you're in that place of disobedience, you can't even hear to be led by. You're like, Spirit, what are you hearing? Right. You know, I thought that was the voice in my head. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. So after you walk in obedience for so long, then um, he starts giving you that peace that's beyond understanding Mm -hmm. because you'll come into scenarios (laughs) and you'll be like, wow. How in the world did I react like that when somebody was up in my face or somebody had came at me with, um, you know, just a response that was not the way that I would have acted in any other time? And you literally can just sit there and, and go eye to eye with them and it doesn't even affect you. But that's you. the goal of life. Amen. That is the whole goal. You want to live in peace. You want to be the one who has yes. the self-control because that's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. You want to be the one to love because that's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You want to show them kindness because that's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So people who do not have or are living in the Spirit do not have those gifts or they're not using them. Yet. Yet. Because so. that, that takes a while. It does. It and does. so don't think I mean, that it's going to happen You know, tomorrow. It takes every single time. Even if you can conquer one action a day mm-hmm. say okay god i'm going to wake up this morning and i'm going to say i'm going to handle um this situation different and i'm going to somebody one of my enemies i'm going to bring them a starbucks coffee <laughs> and um i'm going to bring it to work and i'm going to yeah. sit it down their desk and i'm going to write a little um kind letter kind note or i use most of the time i do a bible verse yeah um and then put it on their desk yeah. and walk away and we're not talking about like enemy enemy we're talking about people in your life yeah. your family right your husband i'm bringing him lunch yes. today no matter what satan uses good people to wear you down and so um when you when someone comes against you i have a lot of people come against me i mean they're <laughs> always trying to sit, tell me to sit down and worry about myself don't worry about everybody i'm like i just want everybody to go to heaven but um but when they come at me it's like i'm able to show compassion almost like mm-hmm. you almost you like feel sorry yeah understanding just like the holy spirit was with when you and he was trying to like knock you in the head and wake you up because mm-hmm. we've all been there it's not that any of us are any better than anybody listening to this podcast the fact that you're listening to this podcast is confirmation that the lord is drawing you close to him he yes. what you are here because you have a, a purpose and a plan for your life the lord's already got it laid out He's just trying to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Think and about so, loving um, the addict the same way we love the pastor. Yeah, come on. You know, I had a police you know? officer say to me this weekend. Over, it was actually on Christmas or Christmas Eve. It was on New Year's Eve. He said to me, we were talking about the homeless problem here in Winchester, and he said, even though they're addicts and they're homeless, they're still human. Amen. They are. They a, have a soul. They have a soul. And so, like, when you look at somebody and you're like, oh, they're just homeless or they're a drug they're just or whatever. Need money. They need someone to come in 
and get messy with them. It, mm-hmm. And they may, it may take them years before they're clean. Where but just Jesus to tell go? them, just to come and speak truth over them and tell mm-hmm. them that God loves them and this is not what There's they want. There's a way out of yes. that. There's yes. There's a way out. Come this way. Yep. Let, Let me show, show you where the, the narrow out. gate is <laughs> yeah. because you're on the wide road, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is about just living this out as boldly and loud as you can. And you have to learn how to silence all the people because they're going to say something. Everybody's mm-hmm. got something to say. Especially when you when you talk about Jesus, they call you a Jesus freak or holier than thou. Or, I'm so thankful for every one of those names. Me too. Because my Heavenly Father taught me not to give power to anyone. Mm-hmm. And and that doesn't mean it don't hurt. It hurts. Mm-hmm. But, man, just That's being okay. a, it me is, that. It is. It mm-hmm. is. Because I, my, I know who I am. And, and the Holy Spirit changes us. That's what is so good. When the Holy Spirit comes in, He just changes all the ugly. Mm-hmm. He's still got a long, long way to go with me. But. Well, sometimes I hear people say that, you know, when they were saved, that the Holy Spirit came on them and they were they felt like they were new from the start, mm-hmm. just from being baptized. I wasn't for me, like I guess I'm a slow learner. <laughs> me too. I'm 46 <laughs> years old, and for the last three years it's been... Yeah, it's a battle. It's, it's a battle. It's a challenge, and it's a journey. It is. It is. It's getting up every day and, and choosing to walk by the Spirit and mm-hmm. be sanctified and say, God, what would you choose for me? Mm-hmm. And so, like she, like you were talking about, because that stuff, don't, or Becky, that doesn't come overnight. It's mm-hmm. a matter of getting up and praying. God, right. what would you have for me today? What would you have me to, you know? And some people do have that instantaneous deliverance from drugs or alcohol Thank or, you, Jesus, or for things those. like that. But yeah. For some others of us. Well, I think that, you know, when you're tested, you're you're tested greatly before yeah. you are used. Yes. He's going to make sure that you have felt every kind of emotion, every kind of pain. Because when you're out there dealing with broken women, you need to be able to relate. Mm-hmm. You need to say, yes, I, this happened to me. This happened to me. I felt this. I felt that. Because when you take it to God, that's what Jesus says to you. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. he says. He done it. Yep. I was rejected. He felt I was, that. Yeah. So, um but it is obedience, and no one thinks. Everybody says, uh, "Oh, you just got to believe in Jesus," and you do have to believe in Jesus. So you believing in Jesus and what Jesus did to you—that is salvation. Mm-hmm. But because of what you believe, your life should Changes. show it. Yes. It should show it. You shouldn't. You may struggle with alcohol for a little while, but in ten years, you shouldn't struggle with alcohol because mm-hmm. we're called to be conquerors. Mm-hmm. We're called. And I listened to something that was. It was John MacArthur's sermon today. I'm. I'm John MacArthur. He talks about, it's a part one, part two of uh, walking, you know, in the spirit. And he says, suck it up, buttercup. You are called to live this life and there's blessings and you have to quit feeling sorry for yourself. That's what we do. We feel, I'm like, oh gosh, like, I mean, you know, it hurts our feelings. Well, we go back to that call it joy. It's my heart sometimes when somebody says something to somebody and it hurts them or that real hurts, but we've got to stand up and be like, we know who we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, Paul was thrown out of how many places and he dusts himself off and go right back in there and get beat up and... Mm -hmm snake bit and I mean everything it's okay he never stopped he never stopped no matter what and who knows what is in front of us mm-hmm. our little things that we are dealing with now like and fixing it may be greater in well he wants years. to see that you're faithful in the little things before mm-hmm. he opens Give the opportunity of, of big things you know yeah and so if you can walk in obedience and yes. those small things then other doors open and so obedience the definition that I found I love the best, it said faith in action. Ooh, yes. That's good. That's right. Because faith without works is dead. And if you mm-hmm. don't obey, I mean, Jesus, hold on, let me get to this verse right here because I'm telling you what. Um, um, most of uh, the verses that that are in John, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love John. I think we need to do a study pretty soon. But it says, if anyone loves me, this is John 14, 23. 
If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him. Here's another one, Luke. But, but he said, on the contrary, blessed are those who hear the word of God and also do it. You're not just doers of the word or hearers of the word. You're doers of the word. Um, 1 Timothy 6.14, 1 John 5.3, if you want to look those up on your own. Um, you know, we are, keep my commandments. John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. There's 72 Bible verses about keeping God's commandments, and that is obedience. And guess what? That's you. Some people feel so unworthy, like, no, that can't be me. No, that's somebody else. Mm -hmm. No, somebody else is supposed to do this. Mm -mm. No, it's you. No, we're called, no, all he's called, called to make disciples. Called. Yeah, mm -hmm. and to tell everybody about Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, nope. that doesn't mean you have to work for your salvation. It means that faith without mm -hmm. action is dead. That's right. Right. And so it's and, and like for me, like I love when the Lord calls me to something. I want to be that worthy daughter that says, where he's like, Christy, I need you to go do this. I need you to go help somebody. And he knows I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but that takes him. It takes a long mm -hmm. time. And he'll yeah, put us in situations that cause us to blow up and act like a your donkey to show that we need self-control you know yes. or to say that you have to you know I, I was telling the girls they came over one night and they were working with me and David on our marriage because I mean I'm in love with this man and I want our marriage to where we've been married married for 23 years but we just have communication issues you know we have some hang-ups and so we had a party and they came over and they absolutely ripped both of us in love <laughs> in love um but man we have powerful. not fought since powerful. we've communicated. I learned his love language. He loved, He learned mine. It's beautiful. Come it's on. It's beautiful Come what on. the Word of God will it do. It made and me cry my eyes. But it just Thank took you. you two being so Thank faithful and looking at my ugly because I had to apologize afterwards. I said I acted like a pure brat. I was throwing a tantrum, you know, and they just sat there and just spoke truth into both of us. And I'm so thankful for it. And so... Yeah, and good. I told her I it said please so don't apologize. I'm like because that right that piece for her to be able to so to be so real and so raw on that night it was just absolutely precious. But it that exhausted you all. You all like got in the car and spiritual was like, warfare yes. was real. You hear me? I mean, like, we were like, yes. what was, was that, that just now? Yes. Because it, was, it wasn't us. I mean, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what we have to understand when God starts to use you in ways like that. Like, that's not a view. That's not you. And see, that's where it makes it worth it. That's yes. what makes your journey worth it. But you guys were obedient. Yes. yes. You when you know obedient. you've walked yeah. in that obedience and that you've done what you're supposed to have done and it's been pleasing to the Father, mm -hmm. oh, there's no better yeah. feeling. I mean, we were, we dissected every part of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was hard. It's hard to get mm -hmm. it. it here every week and and put my marriage out there because that's but right. that's where satan comes for me mm -hmm. and uh, it isn't a problem of love or anything like that it's just literally communication mm -hmm. and learning what each other's love language because was they are <laughs> yes. absolutely adorable I together mean, so y'all wait there'll be someday uh, you'll see pictures of all of us but have, they're too cute i have um a thing on my wall that says i want us to be the greatest love story our town has ever seen. And that really is my heart. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> it really is my heart. I just, but anyway, it's hard. It's hard to, to, show to be married. To stood beside each yeah. other through but it. It doesn't know, Christy, matter what thick and thin it was. God, and you did it. The enemy's going to fight you in that area that you are that most sensitive in. For, right. for whatever it is for us. Mm -hmm. And so for you, it's your marriage. You're crazy about David. Yeah. And the enemy knows that. And yeah. so where better to come fight you mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. cause those those miscommunications you know, then right. with someone that is, and my, but I'm just, my babies. Yeah, I'm yes. just so right? thankful that he um, allowed mm -hmm. that David actually sat down with 
just us, you know, because yeah. he was open to it. Yeah. But it just showed me that he wanted to work on our marriage, yeah. and he was willing you to, to see that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I needed to see that. He loves me, and I mean, it he was, really does love yeah. me. <laughs> I'm like, Are you love me, and because my, I need him to tell me that he loves me. Yeah. I need him to tell me those words things. of affirmation. And so he precious. is like, and let me tell you, the funny thing is, um, he was like saying all these things that he does for me because he is one. What is it? Acts of service. Acts of service. And so, yes. like, he's like, I do the dishes, I feed the goats, I feed the dogs, and I'm like, I don't care about the dishes yeah. <laughs> so I was like throwing a tantrum and Sherry's like Christy okay but it's all good now but if we weren't willing to live it out we would never oh, heal any so of our good. hurts and so like everybody on Facebook is pretty much fake there is no happy marriage or perfect kids or perfect house or any I of mean, that come on. and so I love the fact that we can come and be so vulnerable and so real and raw with everybody yes. there's my I think the best raw. part of, of that whole thing though was when Christy shared that she went upstairs yes. and that God, you know, corrected Ugh, her and that she everything. felt so good because she knew that she was being corrected by the Lord and that she was able to just go get alone with him and sit at his feet and cry, Ugh. talk to the Lord. And I was so broken because um, people come after my ministry, mm-hmm. especially in my family and, right. uh, you know, uh, tell me to sit down and <laughs> it's very hard. My ministry's attacked, but anyway... And so, like, when I looked at David and I said, um, cause, because he, does, he doesn't show, he didn't show too much interest in my ministry or anything that I liked. And so, when I was able to express that, and I said to him, kind of like belittling him on his ministry, because he really does have a ministry of finance, and he's getting ready to um, help all the girls at the daycare, ready down here at the table, she's doing um, with budgets, because wow. we don't control, and there's like, set, I think there's like 17 people better signed up for David to come and do a budget with him and so uh but I was belittling him like people do to me in my ministry and it absolutely ripped my heart out because the look on his face when he said I do have a ministry and it just it just broke me and I went upstairs and I just cried before the Lord Mm, and asked for for forgiveness and I've yet to speak to him Mm. (laughs) in a way that would hurt him so I'm so thankful for you. God, it's so good. It's so powerful. See, this is the part we're talking about. This right here Uh is why we are sitting at At the the unlabeled (laughs) table. Because when the marriages can be restored and people can be healed and people can be real and vulnerable, that's what it's all about. When God shows up and we can be obedient in our walk with the Lord, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we just thank you for this. Yes, God. There's nothing going to be, you know. Powerful. So, very powerful. Well, I just think else? every day we've got to get up and be intentional about right. our relationship with the Lord. Obedience mm-hmm. is a lifestyle. It is. Right. It, is. Right? it, it brings is. righteousness. And so when we are when we are in that place of being obedient, whether it's because the the Lord tells you to go apologize to your husband right. or to apologize to your friend, or to buy your coworker a mm-hmm. <laughs> Starbucks, yeah. you know, yeah. it's in those little things that we that we operate in obedience that then that righteousness is produced as fruit in our life. And so, right. then they see Jesus. Yes. And that's they what see it's Jesus about. Like, played out. That's right. And that's what it's about is because he says that people will be reached because they see your fruit. Mm-hmm. And they You're see an example. That you, you are, you You're are. an example. So, you don't even know who you're helping right now. That's right. Just think about all these people who are going through the that. rawness and the realness of life, and you're, you've just helped them. Yeah. Well, because that's their tough. marriage may be restored as well. Yeah. I mean, who's to say that somebody right now is not going through the exact same things you were mm-hmm. and sleeping in another room or not being able to communicate? Like you said, I had to go upstairs yeah. because I couldn't 
you know, I couldn't even face him until mm-hmm. I went to Jesus first. Yeah. And then when you get through that part and you see that God has forgiven you, it doesn't. He loves that. Right. He and wants God you to come to you in him. the face with these two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he brings Becky and Sherry to my house and says, "Okay, uh, Christy, you've got some stuff you've got to work on." The thing yeah. is, is that you in the head. we will stay in that place, Christy. Yeah, we'll stay in that place until so we, we learn our lesson. Yeah. Until until it, that oh, we yeah, learn to walk in obedience, yeah. and we take that correction from the Lord that feels so hurtful at the time, but so much better afterwards. Yeah. And then once we're once we're corrected, and we can walk in that place of forgiveness, well, it's. Let's talk a little bit about what we're getting ready to start on. Um, next week, we've just ordered the books. We're getting ready to start a step study within ourselves, just the four of us. We're going to start at 5 o'clock, and we're literally getting ready to go through a full-blown step study to get to the core of our hurts, habits, habits, and, and hangups. Yeah, like right? we all have them, not just yes. people who battle with it. Well, I mean, yeah. I battle with addiction, but like uh, like if you don't battle with right. it, you have hurts and hangups that you've got to get we got out of the, the way. Core of That's it. right. That's and right. And so the Lord, live. because of our last podcast, right. showed me that I still battle with the spirit of rejection. Yes. And so when I go to sit down at that subset, it's like taking off another layer every mm-hmm. time that you mm-hmm. sit down. Because I've done a couple, but you get to um, to work on those new things. And like um, for me, it's going to be rejection. Yeah. We've had tears on both podcasts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's been because we are starting. We're. This is we're because healing. we're hitting what we're hitting the core. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. hitting the. Problem. I love every week dive it into what our thing is like each one of us have our own notes we don't talk no and you know we just come to the table we pray ask the holy spirit to come and help us understand and he just he's our teacher Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about it um because he's so patient and there's not anything that he can't there's no broken relationship that he can't fix but you have to be willing to be obedient Mm -hmm. like he's not gonna zap it and just say it's all going to be fixed you know there is there is a responsibility on our part and it is so hard it's the biggest battle you will ever fight is obedience to the lord Mm -hmm. because you have an enemy who doesn't want you to do it because and look how many people walk in pride and there's nothing wrong with me it's all them yeah they don't want to look on the inner core of themselves and and say oh my gosh i gotta deal with me well one thing i've learned at this table and Becky, you say it more than I think anybody does, is things have to be revealed before they can be fixed. Uh So like the Lord reveals, like a lot of times we just don't talk about things in our marriage or friend groups or whatever because we don't want it like conflict. We don't want Uh that conflict to arise. Uh But if there's a problem, it has to be revealed in order for it to be fixed. They say in um, the step studies, they say you're only as sick as your secrets. Oh gosh! Ooh, that's good. So when you you because you can't change it if you don't acknowledge that's it. That's right. And so no, when you yeah. acknowledge it, you you have now you're given the power to change whatever it is because you desire growth. Yeah, <clears throat> we have secrets for ourselves. Like I know that when I actually had to come out and say I have a problem, you know, yeah. that was like what? What? I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. You know, you start getting defensive and all that stuff. But what do you yeah. do for people who are in denial? Pray. I mean, it has. To, they have to. That's realize. the first yeah. step. Yeah. You know what I mean. The first step is realizing. Speaking to them, sending mm-hmm. them things. You know, telling, speaking truth over them. I think when you speak truth over somebody, like God has something better for you. He doesn't want you to stay in depression. He yeah. doesn't want anxiety. But God has something better for our marriage. Uh, he does have something better for our marriage. Mm-hmm. He does. What's so amazing to watch? Okay, when the Holy Spirit starts to work, because it's not usually that person that's speaking into whatever you're speaking into. That whatever's inside of you will immediately start to manifest, yeah. right? So uh, it bubbles up almost like a, a 
volcano, okay? And whatever's in your spirit's coming out, you know, especially if the Lord's cleansing his vessel, I can promise you. Um, so he's kind of... I acted like a four-year-old. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yes, I did. I could not keep my mouth shut for mouth. five minutes. David was talking and I was interrupting and I had to apologize to these girls because I was acting like a complete fool, Act, you know, but it, I was so angry and... But on this side of it, was that part of it worth it? Oh, absolutely, because it revealed Mm -hmm. so much. So then she sends us this precious (laughs) message about all of it. Me and Sherry are like, oh, my God. need a tissue. (laughs) But the enemy was coming after you. That's what's so crazy is that that when you left, you were saying, you know. So, yeah, like I'm going through a a horrible divorce right now. And so that was hard for me, our last podcast. Like I struggle with rejection because of that divorce. But Mm -hmm. um, the enemy immediately we come out of there and I'm like, Oh my Lord, the spiritual warfare was wow. And he said, who are you to help anybody in their marriage? Your marriage isn't even where it's supposed to be. And so I hate him at that point. <laughs> I do. I hate him. He, there's not, a, he cannot right. tell the truth. No. Right. So there's any no sin that in he entices you with is a Deception. lie. Yes. Yes. Of course he wanted oh, to I feel hate that way. Anyway, go so ahead. So you, out. he was just, so I just, I, I, you know, at that point I have the choice to let that snowball. And, and walk in that self-defeat and that self-condemnation or just say, that's not true, you know, and stop that lie and go in what God says. Yeah. You know what I mean? Regardless where my marriage is at, I was obedient to what the Absolutely. Lord showed me to do. Absolutely. And I counseled where he told me to counsel. Absolutely. And so because of that, then you have that that peacefulness about being in obedience to the Lord. And then you get to hear the fruit of the story. Yeah. Like, oh, and say, <laughs> that's right. Guess get what help. happened. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's it's been, I'm so thankful for it. I didn't, just am so grateful. You know, you just... Yes. For the he first knew. time, for the first time since we've started the the table or the podcast, it's not that because he, he goes and eats with his mom mm-hmm. um, on the nights that we do this, and that's really good for their relationship because um, she just moved back from Alabama. But for he'd always have something like smart to say, like you give your girls everything and I get your last, and mm-hmm. and I do I see that. So I've had to like juggle some things like my study times around because mm-hmm. Sherry told me to and Becky told me to <laughs> that I had to like not study when it's time for to spend time with David because that's very very important mm-hmm. to him. So it mm-hmm. is about like looking at your relationship and you got to give mm-hmm. and you have to be like in that situation there were four obedient people. There was me, you, David, and you, Becky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obedience is important because right. look at what happened because you two were obedient to sit down at the table with us and get ugly, mm-hmm. you know. So God's it. It's powerful. So <laughs> powerful. It's real. That's real yeah. life. So anyway. Wow. What a wonderful testimony, Sherry. I mean, Christy, it was just, I mean, it's something that will touch. I've loved you since we were, what, 15 years <laughs> yes. old? Mm-hmm. And so, um, like I had told her, we just now... Um, be able to, to rekindle this our relationship as friends because I mean we just went separate ways mm-hmm. you know she's a daycare owner in town and so was I and we both didn't get to um, be each other. as busy. close as we are mm-hmm. right now and I said God I just you know I'm so thankful uh, that we see, got that was to be the back. same with yeah me and David Lee yeah you know what I mean? yeah so David and David and Sherry are cousins, cousins. and mm-hmm. so like they've not even spoke since they were 15 because like I mean you know the the family just is a has so much hurt and anger towards one another. And so, like, this Christmas, uh, Sherry and I decided that we were just going to do, and David decided that we were going to have all the cousins, and we weren't going to invite any of the, the, the parents because, you know, they didn't get along when it was their time. So 
it's our time. And hopefully next year we can invite some parents if they know how to act, you mm-hmm. know. But if not, then it would just be us cousins. But mm-hmm. it is healing. Yes. And it was so healing can for I you. Can be an adopted cousin? Uh, you can be an adopted <laughs> cousin. Oh, no, we yes. were part of the unlabeled yeah. table. That's why we were invited. <laughs> yes. yes. Y'all were invited to the party. Well, we're the family now. That brings yeah. up another thing. What if we hadn't been obedient and come to that table? Absolutely. Right? At, at, least at College Park. At, look at everything. Well, I remember Becky, when you walked to the table, you were walking up and I was like, that's Lisa Varner. I called you Varner. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's Still Lisa do. Varner. And uh, Becky was like, why do you feel so unworthy? You know, because right. like when people start coming to the table and you didn't invite them and the Lord's bringing them, you're like, Lord, this is really you. This, mm-hmm. you know, this and it, it's just me. been so beautiful. And and I just, I don't know, my cup runs over. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Who knew? <laughs> God did. Yes, he did. Exactly. So um, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out, Lord. Um we just thank you for tonight. Lord, we thank you for that beautiful testimony that Chrissy just shared with us. And let that right there be something that's going to go out and help um, anybody that's listening to this, Lord. We want you to um, work in their lives and show that, you know, there is such thing as um, restoration through the Holy Spirit. And God, we just thank you for our obedience and the word that was given tonight. That's just something that we are so thankful for God just giving us the strength to walk in your obedience and be what we're supposed to be I just ask um, for us to be moved out of the way and the Holy Spirit move where he needs to move through this and that we can come back next week prepared and ready to um, give another word that's directly from you Lord and we again thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives in Jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. Amen.